This is David Alexander, head coach at the Broken Arrow Tigers. You're listening to Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. I'm Charlie Hanama, joined by the head coach of the Broken Arrow Tigers, David Alexander. Coach and I are going to look back at a big 14-0 win over the Union Redskins and look ahead to the inaugural Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl driven by Jim Glover Auto Family. Coach, just kind of big picture thoughts, 2-0 after a tough, hard-fought win over Union on the road. It was a a great night, very tough football game. Um, Union's got a great team, but making it tough is what makes it great. You think about that first half, such a grind, right? back and forth. Offenses didn't have much luck. No, It was hot out there. Just what uh, what flipped this? What what was the message at halftime to, to yeah. lead you guys to break through there? Yeah, both both offenses, right? Both teams. Offenses were were out of sync, out of rhythm in the first half. Uh, silly penalties, lining up incorrectly. You know, both teams making mistakes. Uh, uh, but the message at halftime was, I mean, I told you this in the team meeting on Monday. I told you in the team meeting today, this is game was going to be zero zero or fourteen to fourteen at half, right? And the toughest team will win the second half. And uh, then after the game, I told the kids, hey, just like I told you, you guys are tougher, you played harder uh, and longer, and uh, you won the football game. What's the mood been like uh, this week with two road games, <laughs> being able to stay home right. and uh, play in front of the jungle, play right. here at Broken Arrow in front of the home fans? Can the kids kind of feel that? Yes, everybody's excited, man. We're finally get home. Um, two tough road games, man. The, the long trip, the five-hour bus ride down to Texas, and then to go over to Tuttle. Uh, you know, we haven't played over there. It's, it's been a couple of years. It's been three years since we played over there. And uh, we're excited to be in our own locker room, in front of our own fans, you know, the home crowd, being on the home sidelines, wearing our home jerseys. It's gonna be, it'll be really fun. And I know we're going to talk about all the other stuff going along with it here in a little bit. Absolutely. The Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl, driven by Jim Glover Auto Family, Broken Arrow, and Owasso, hooking it up Friday night. 7 o'clock kickoff. You'll want to be in your seats early, probably about 6.45. Make sure you catch that national anthem and a pregame flyover from the Tulsa Warbirds. So it's going to be an incredible night to benefit the Folds of Honor Foundation. Tickets are still available. You get up 9 to 5 tomorrow and Thursday at Tiger Threads, just inside the main entrance of Broken Arrow High School, or you can get them at GoFan.com. But I would not wait because we're anticipating a capacity crowd and then some. Coach Dunn's probably going to have to fight off the fire marshal to keep letting people in Friday night. Well, hey, I, I want as many people there as they, we can get in. They'll let in the gates. And if, uh, if that happens, right, if, and that might be the outlook, like you said, you better get here early and get some tickets and get set down. Set down. Good problem to have, though. Off the state championship last year at a 2-0 start, everywhere you go right. around Broken Arrow, you can tell there's support for this football team. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic, right? You know, um, the, the town was busting the scene waiting for a state championship. We got that. Um, we've started off the season really well. Even though it's non-district games, you know, we've, we've shown some flashes of being a pretty good football team. And so, another big test. And uh, we'll get done with the non-district schedule and get ready for the, our district games. What are you coaching hardest right now? Well, you know, um, that's a really good question. You know, we were worried about, you know, breaking in a new quarterback. That's what we talked about quite a bit, you know, but that has obviously not been an issue at all. Jake Raines has come in and, and uh, played superbly. You know, what we've been fighting the last few weeks is just nagging little injuries. You know, you've seen some of our, you know, guys that are two- and three-year starters out of the lineup. Actually, we're probably more healthy for Owasso this week than we've been for any other game. Um, so we're getting some guys back. So, you know, we've been having to coach a bunch of young guys to get ready to play. Um, but now I think we're going to get a, even a couple more guys back this week. 
Coach, you mentioned Jake Raines and the stats on him quickly. 13 of 17 in his first two games, 340 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Last week against Union, um, four of seven, 178, and a touchdown, a 75-yard touchdown to Isaiah Keller, who will be coming up in our player segment a little bit later. But when you have a guy that's trying to get established, I mean – Right. Hard to ask for much more in his first two ma- major games. Yeah, no, I mean the plan back in July, right? We we're gonna we we're gonna take this guy. We're gonna take it easy. We're gonna let him, you know, kind of grow into his system. Um, but you know, every time we've needed a big play, he's been spot on with the football. You know, the only bad throw he's made was maybe the first one of the season, and uh, you know, he made a couple of those that were incomplete last week that were great throws. Um, and, you know, one to our tight end who's, you know, he's really a blocking guy, but it was a fantastic throw. Young man just didn't come up with it. But, uh, yeah, we can't ask for, for any more from him. And, you know, we're going to start now as we get into the district and maybe a little bit in this game, you know, we're going to start letting him have a little bit more of the offense and use a little bit more of his arm. Um, and as we do that, right, and we, as we come a little bit, become a little bit more balanced as we get into the district, it, could, it might be scary what he does. You said last week that the state championship was not – on the line Friday night against right. Union. But going over there and shutting them out at their place for the first time since 1988, Broken Arrow's first win since 1986 over there. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot to you because every team is different, but for a lot of people in Broken Arrow, that kind of was exercising the demons a little bit, wasn't well, it? Well, it sounds like you were standing in there in my, my, my post-game speech to the team. Um, that's what I told them. I said, you know, this game, that was not the state championship. But this game, this game, that game Friday night did mean a lot to a lot of people. Um, you know, alumni, the town, you know, it's, it's just been a long road uh, to try to get over that, that hill against Union. And, um, you know, having finally a little bit of success, I don't know if I would talk, call two games in a row a streak or not. You know, usually that's, you know, for three or four or five. Because we, we will have to play Union again. That has to be our mindset. But every little hill we climb, every, every step we take as a football team and as a town, as a program – um, just adds credence to what we're doing, and it gives our players confidence. We'll take a timeout here on Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rip Crib. Still getting started, though. Coach Alexander and I will break down that union win a little bit more in depth when we come back. Then a little bit later, we'll check in with senior wide receiver Isaiah Keller. This is Broken Arrow Football. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, presented by Rib Crib. Charlie Hanneman and Coach Alexander back with you tonight. As we look back at a 14-0 win over Union, and Coach, the thing that stands out, obviously, the shutout defensively. Right. Holding Union to 1 of 10 on third downs, held them on two fourth down conversions. But the thing that got me when I really dove into the official Skip Hyde statistics, <laughs> average third down distance, they tracked that. It was third and 10.3 was their average third Man. down. So when you can keep them... Behind yes. the chains on first and second down, you know, it, it does make it easier to go one for ten on third down when they've got ten yards to go every time. Yeah, and that, that's, that's the um, credit to, the, well, obviously the whole defense, but right, the, our philosophy of not letting anybody run the football on us. Um, if you can't run the football and it's second ten, right, and then you're going to try, you know, either a, a, a so, you know, something unusual, something out of your playbook, you get an incompletion, then it's third and ten, third and twelve, it's, uh, it's bad news for your offense. Struggled a little bit offensively in the first half. What do you attribute that to now that you've had a chance to kind of break down the film a little bit? Man, Charlie, I've, I have chewed on that and thought about that, you know, because we were so efficient down in Mansfield. You know, no penalties, you know, until the fourth quarter. 
you know, and took care of the football, lined up correctly almost every snap, you know, and, and I think I just going to attribute to, hey, we're in Tuttle, you know, and we hadn't been over there. You come out of that locker room and, you know, the, the teepee's up down there and both bands are playing and it just, it was an, an incredible environment for a Friday night high school football game. But it just took us a little bit to kind of right get our sea legs under us and realize you know no matter what the crowd's doing, there's a football game to be played. Yeah, eight penalties for 66 yards for Broken Arrow last week, nine for 45 for Union. Obviously, you'll want to get those cleaned up. But what was what was interesting too is most of those were not judgment calls. They weren't holds or passing. No, no. A lot of them were pre-snap yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah, can that snowball? At times, is that, is that something where you get out of rhythm and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of them as opposed to just one-offs? Yeah, you get you get out of rhythm, right? There's becomes a little bit more pressure because now it's, you know, it's third and 12 instead of third and six or third and seven. Um, you know, everything, you know, you feel like as an offense, you're not doing anything right. You come to the sidelines. The coaches are, you know, all uptight and trying to figure out how to get – we're going to get a first down. Uh, and so it just kind of snowballs, right? And it takes that halftime – Sometimes just to reboot, right? Realize that you're you're doing fine. You're going to be okay, and just we're just going to go out there and do do what Broken Air Tigers do and make plays and win a football game. That first drive of the second half, you come out and you fire right to Isaiah Keller for a 75 yard touchdown strike just on the second play of the half. Uh, what did you see there? Well, it's a you know it's obviously a play we've had in the playbook for a while. Um, we've been working on, and you know. We we're a run first football team, and everybody knows it. And they're all they're all a little bit nervous. And Union was too, right? Their safety standing at about nine yards, right up, head over the football. And if he just if he just stays flat footed for a half a second, uh, Isaiah Kelly's going to be behind him, and uh, then it's just over. Once Isaiah catches the football, just, you know, no one's going to catch him. And then that second drive, you force a three and out, and then you got the ball back, and a longer drive that Jalen Johnson punches into the end zone. How important was it for your club to be able to answer? Not just that one touchdown, but to get that second one so quickly. Well, it was important for us to put a drive together, really, with no penalties. Just be sharp and just do the do things the right way. Um, you know, obviously, the touchdown is always the goal. Uh, you know, there's a big catch in there by Tory Dillard. You know, and then uh, Jalen with the the finish off, he gets the score. You know, uh, you get tackled inside the five yard line. We've got a rule: you get tackled inside the five yard line, you don't get the score. You got to come out of the ball game. So, Tory, that's the first time Tory experienced that. He wasn't. He, he, he was a little surprised. And I'm like, hey, it's all right. You know, you'll get the next touchdown. Um, but, you know, that's, you run the football there inside the three- or four-yard line with our big offensive line, you're probably going to score. That was big for momentum. Obviously, Jalen Johnson puts the Tigers up 14 nothing. You go back to the defense, just 104 total yards allowed, 78 on the ground, 26 through the air. Held them on those two fourth downs. Kind of right. got some help from Union on a big drop on one. Right. But to be able to contain Union at home – in the red zone twice where they walk away with no points. I mean, they were moving the ball later in that second half, and they had yeah. some chances, and but, you guys held tough. Yeah, they actually got some rhythm, you know, like we did. It took them a little while, and they actually got some offensive rhythm, put a nice drive together. Um, you know, we had a big third down play, uh, and then, you know, hey, anytime the defense is going to go – or an offense is going to go for it on fourth down, there's a little bit more pressure. You know, we, as a defensive staff, we kind of know, okay, if, if in a pressure situation, right – just like Broken Air Tigers, in a pressure situation, we're going to go to two or three plays. You know, Union is going to go to these two or three plays when it's a really big moment. And we took a little bit of a gamble, and we won. Union's quarterback, J.D. Geneva, had a huge game in uh, week zero, game one for the casual observer. Five touchdown passes down there against Lake Ridge, and you guys hold them to six of 16, 26 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. 
and almost a third too that was that was dropped right yeah. on the sideline. But uh, your defense was incredible. They were in his head all night. It was it was an incredible effort, and I have given Miles Slusher a hard time all week about using his thumbs to catch that. He, if he, if Miles catches that interception, he's going to go a long ways and probably score with it. Um, you know, turnovers, 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 right? If you lead that plus two every week, you're going to win. And uh, and that's exactly the way it worked out. You know, we had – I don't think uh, the quarterback from Union had ever seen a pass rush like we were able to put on him. Uh, Jalen Moss was absolutely a monster in that football game. Uh, constant pressure on the quarterback and making tackles in the run game from sideline to sideline. Absolutely. That puts a 14-0 win over Union to bed when we come back. We'll chat with senior wideout Isaiah Keller, and then we'll look ahead to the Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl driven by Jim Glover Auto Family. This is Broken Arrow Football from Rip Grip. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football presented by Rip Crib. Charlie Hanema, Coach David Alexander, and senior wideout Isaiah Keller with you tonight. Isaiah, big game last week against Union. Obviously, that 75-yard touchdown catch, three catches total, 148 yards. Just um, big picture, what did that win mean for your guys? Um, it meant a lot. Like, coming back from uh, Mansfield was definitely hard and coming back at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But it was we already started adversity, but we came back and worked hard during the week. We watched film. We just went over everything and came back victorious. So Take me through that touchdown catch start right at the beginning when you had lined up for that play did you see something did you know there was potential for a big one yeah um actually before we went out there I was, I was just saying I don't care how we score because the defense is just gonna hold up just the way they've been playing all the first half well the second play they called for me to make that touchdown basically and so I saw the linebacker scoot in and then there was no safety on top and then he moved to the middle and then all I saw was just green grass, and I just ran right past them. Yeah, from upstairs in the booth, it looked like you only had to make one little move, and, and you were behind them and, and mm-hmm. gone. Is, yep. that what you saw? Is that what happened down the yeah, field? Yeah, that's what happened. Jake threw a great ball on the line, gave him enough time just to throw it. So. Coach, now take me inside the headsets a little bit, because I know on some of those plays, you've got it dialed up to where if you see this matchup, you, yeah. you, you know, I'm sure Coach Wilkinson probably that's exactly right. screaming and jumping yeah. and hollering upstairs, this is going to work, this is going to work. Right. Well, he's, he's, just, he's actually what he's screaming in the headset is for the safety to bite. He says, safety, just bite on the run, bite on the run, bite on the run, right, because it's a hard play fake, you know, one of our favorite plays. Uh, and he, he didn't step up, but he just stayed flat-footed. And by the, by the time he saw Isaiah, Isaiah was already even with him, running full speed, and he's facing the offense, and it was uh, there was no way he was going to catch Isaiah. Isaiah, tell me a little bit about stepping up into a senior leadership role on this football team, knowing that uh, you know you had some experience, a ton of experience last year, and now being one of the guys to lead this offense. Just tell me about that transition a little bit to being a senior. Um, I, I mean, it was, it was a cool little transition. Uh, I definitely push the young guys and try to – push them to be the best that they can be, like, even off the field. Like, if I see something, I always try to, you know, like, hey, don't do dumb stuff, you know. So, right. yeah. Can you put your – and this might be hard to put into words, but the personality of this year's team compared to last year's team, every team's just a little bit different. So, compare them for me if you can. Um, defense, they still talk. They still talk like they <laughs> usually do. Um, offense, we're very humble. We're poised. We don't, we don't really, like, show out like that, but – Except Tory Dillard. Tory Dillard talks a lot, but other than that, we're okay. very humbled. So. I love it. Um, what part of your game are you focusing on 
trying to improve the most as you, as you continue, you know, with eight games left in the regular season, then three in the playoffs? Um, definitely being more aggressive on uh, run plays. Coach, your receivers, downfield blocking's kind of been the MO from them yeah, in Broken Arrow. It has been. Um, you know, if you don't block, you don't get to play, right? Because we're going we're gonna to run the ball 60%. I mean, it's been a little bit more than that the first couple of weeks, but we're going to run it 55 60% of the time, right? So you have to block. And, you know, you saw how it's paid off for us every since I've been here. It's always paid off in the run game when those guys get those blocks downfield. Um, you know, Isaiah doesn't – he really doesn't need to work on his aggressiveness in the run game. He's done a fantastic job. Um, he he just needs to just keep doing what he's doing. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a huge huge season. Real quick, um, just where is Isaiah strongest coach? Well, that's a, man, that's, I don't know if I can name one thing. He is a fantastic leader. Um, he does things right uh, in the classroom, in the community, at practice. He works as hard as anybody we've ever had. Um, you know, because he's 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 diligent about his craft he wants to be good at what he does he doesn't want to go out and practice and be sloppy um he makes sure he catches the footballs he makes sure he runs the end zone on catches um and he does he does a fantastic job going around patting the young kids on the helmet um and he's a he's a humble leader uh which you don't see very often right you usually see the leaders you know and you don't want to call anybody out but you know we were pretty brash last year that that leadership group now they did a fantastic job right with the results they had but you know, you don't hear Isaiah run up and down the sidelines screaming at people, right? But you see Isaiah walking along, patting them on the back, right, telling them what they did right, telling them what they did wrong. Love it. Isaiah Keller, thanks for being here. Um, good luck Friday night against Tawasso. I know it's going to be a big one. Appreciate it. That's Isaiah Keller, senior wide receiver for the Broken Arrow Tigers. He's getting $25 to rib crib for appearing on the show. Final timeout, then Coach Alexander and I will be back to set the stage for the Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl driven by Jim Glover Auto Family. This is Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Creek. Final segment of Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib as we count down to the Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl driven by Jim Glover Auto Family. Broken Arrow and Owasso, number one Tigers, number two Rams, Friday night at 7 o'clock at the Woodshed. Tickets still available. You can get them at Tiger Threads Wednesday and Thursday from 9 to 5 or online at GoFan.com. You're going to want to be at your seats about 645 or earlier. Expecting a big crowd. We've got a lot of things planned during the National Anthem, including a flyover from the Tulsa Warbirds. You can also go to foh.org slash Patriot Bowl. foh.org slash Patriot Bowl. You can support the Folds of Honor Foundation, which gives scholarships to uh, children and families of our killed and disabled heroes. And you'll have a chance to compete to win a 2020 Jeep Gladiator on the field during Friday night's game. Coach, we think back to Owasso, um, 2-0, the Rams coming off wins over kind of the Arkansas Tour, 47-34 right. against Bentonville West. That was a wild one. Uh, a couple comebacks, right. lead Both changes ways, yeah. in that one. And then Fayetteville at home last week for the Rams, a 51-19 win. What have you seen as you prepare for them? Well, obviously, you know, it goes without saying they're a very, very good football team. Um, you know, they've got – and what makes them very good – or scary for us is they're they're so well balanced with between the run and pass. They've got two guys outside that, you know, are, are rivals to our two guys, Dillard and, and Keller, and they've got the big running back and uh, uh, Jacobs in the backfield. He's uh, he's really developed. You know, last year he looked like an underclassman, and this year he looks like a senior. He's good, really, really good football player. Defensively, the Rams are going to come out and they're going to be multiple, 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 a lot of different coverages. A lot more blitzing than we've seen the last two weeks. They'll blitz more than the last two weeks combined. Um, some of it is 
they're going to take some real shots uh, at, at blitz and leave some guys uncovered and just trying to get home and, and create some big plays. He's talking about Isaiah Jacobs, the running back for the Rams. 39 carries so far this year for 322 yards, two touchdowns. That's more than eight yards per carry. Owasso's quarterback is new this year, Cole Duggar, 31 of 45, 596 yards, six touchdowns. Coach Blankenship's teams, they usually they usually get up and down the field, a lot of yes. offense. And, yep. and every time we watch a Coach Blankenship team play, whether it's at University of Tulsa or Fayetteville or, or Owasso now, Special teams, there's always a wrinkle somewhere. Yeah, they, a lot of wrinkles this year. Uh, they don't have a kicker, uh, or they haven't shown the first two weeks a kicker they can kick in the end zone. So uh, a lot of craziness. Uh, a lot of times on kickoff, they've got two kickers out there, and they're popping it around and, and rolling it over here and onsiding it there. And so, uh, you know, if you, don't, if you can't kick in the end zone, why, not, you know, why kick it to one of the fast guys? And so if we can if we'll just fall on all those balls, we'll have the ball around the 50-yard line every time, which would be great. Um, but we have to make those plays in the kicking game. Uh, always a fake. you got to be ready for a fake from Coach Blankenship. You know, he was a special teams coordinator at Tulsa. There's always going to be a wrinkle, a fake, uh, something out of them. And so, yeah, it's going to be – it'll be a chess match special teams-wise. Coach Alexander, thanks for the scouting report on your buddy, Coach Blankenship. I know you guys have known each other for years. Long so time. Should yep. be an interesting matchup Friday night. Folds of Honor Patriot Bowl driven by Jim Glover Auto Family. Real quick, foh.org slash Patriot Bowl. Support the Folds of Honor. Get a chance to win that Jeep Gladiator. For Coach David Alexander, I'm Charlie Hanema saying good night from Broken Arrow. To listen back to today's episode of Inside Tiger Football presented by Rib Crib or to listen to previous episodes, Podcast us on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Just search Broken Arrow Public Schools.